This Is Me, a podcast by Phil Jones. This Is Me, a podcast by Phil Jones. I don't consider myself as an action proud gay man. I'm just me, doing what I do, being who I am, and getting on with life. But times change, and as tolerance and openness have increased over the years, and we celebrate all that is good in Pride, especially during Pride Month, I reflected that it hasn't always been that easy for lots of people, and still isn't for some. And it wasn't for me when I was growing up. The 1970s and 80s, yes I am that old, were a particularly challenging time for a lot of minority groups. Although the changes of 1967 were now law, people's perceptions and acceptance of gay people were still very much stuck in the 1950s and 60s. Some of you will probably remember the 1970s comedians and their references to limp-wristed people, and that John Inman and Larry Grayson were figures of fun. Coupled with that, I also grew up in a fairly strict Catholic upbringing, going to church each Sunday, attending Catholic schools, fish on Fridays, and very firm beliefs on what activities were acceptable for boys. I always knew I was different, even from an early age. I had two brothers, both heavily into sport, which I had little interest in, unless I was batting in cricket and even then I stopped playing it if it was my turn to field. I was happiest reading books or putting on plays for the family. My middle school years were some of my happiest, as the school I went to was known for being the artistic school in the area. But it was also at this time that I encountered my first experience of homophobia. Not that I knew what that was, or had even heard of the word. Being called a fairy by the rest of the boys, and some of the girls, constantly at playtime. I probably brushed this off, and being naive probably didn't really understand what they were implying. Things changed a bit, however, when I became the school's sprint champion, and suddenly people's opinions changed. My house school years were a nightmare. An all-boys Catholic school run by Jesuit priests. Boxing was one of the games you were expected to undertake, as well as gruelling physical PE. Despite being quite good at gymnastics in my early years, difficult to believe now, this was something that I hated, and more often than not persuaded my mum to write a note to excuse me. I didn't realise it at the time, but I was becoming more reclusive and hiding away, rather than face who I was. We went to family that talked about things of an emotional or personal nature. Both my parents grew up in the war, and you just got on with it, and kept calm and carried on. So I didn't really have anyone to talk to. I couldn't talk about this even to my best friend who I now know was also experiencing the same thoughts. During my last year at school, my dad died unexpectedly, and that did change things. Not that my dad was strict, but he wouldn't have been able to compute the thought of a gay son, as his faith was very strong, and this went against all Catholic doctrines. I was the only one left at home with my mum, as both brothers had left home at this point. So it was up to me to grow quickly, as I was the one to look after my mum now. Oh, so I thought that was what I was supposed to do. My mum and I did lots of things together, but when I started my first job, it opened up my eyes to a whole new world, as I was working with people my own age, who had a completely different perspective on life, and their upbringing was completely different to mine. I had been very sheltered, and realised now how innocent I was. I learnt so much in a short space of time, and eventually grew to accept me for who I was. The issue I still had to face was how to tell my family. I moved out of home at 26 
and started to live, but it took me until I was 32 to be confident enough to bring the subject up. I needn't have worried. My brothers were not surprised, and almost said, And this is news? My mum took a while to take it in, and didn't speak to me for a couple of days, then rang me up and we talked as if nothing had happened. I took this as a sign that she had processed it, and accepted it. And she had. In fact, I was the main talking point with her friends, and I became the ultimate fashion accessory, the gay son. I've become the person I am today because of my upbringing, which has shaped me, the era I grew up in, and I'm comfortable with who I am, and with all the pioneering work and activism of so many others. I also grew up and now live in a time where diversity is applauded, and I can be who I am. I suppose my point of writing this is that the key word is acceptance. Accepting you for who you are, being happy with yourself, and accepting others will always have opinions and thoughts different to your own. And that's okay too. And also to stop putting labels on everything. As the article says, this is me. I consider myself very lucky now to have family, friends and work colleagues who don't see me who I am as anything other than standard. I refuse to use the word normal. I am what I am, and need no excuses. See, great cue for one of the great anthemic songs. And to quote RuPaul, if you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love others? Can I get an amen? Thank you.